Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, November the 1st, 2021, and I do have to say, considering that our last Kraken was uh, this past Thursday, um, I had to count on my fingers, that's how terrible I am at math, how many days ago that was, <laughs> about four days back, um, I gotta be honest with you. There's other than climate, 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 COVID, 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 there's not that much to report on. But again, for the sake of doing a, a recap of the past weekend and things like that, I figured why not? Now, again, I can touch upon, you know, Alec Baldwin was approached by a handful of journalists um, in New York and he stopped to talk with them about the shooting and all that. But we're probably going to cover more of that in the members episode of things just because I don't consider to, that to be newsworthy per se, unless there's a new revelation to the story. Again, he can he can pout and, and say all the things that he wants and Again, that's his right and that's his opinion, but I'd rather follow up when there's more corroboratory uh, uh, evidence, right? But with that being said, the first thing is that the Squid Crypto meme coin has plunged 100% after a massive surge in the last handful of days. Well, again, just like the stock market, I'm not saying I'm an expert at all, but just like many other things in life, things go up and down. Now, 100% drop is quite significant. You don't need to be a financial expert to even realize that. Uh, I got to say, by the way, for YouTube, this is not financial advice. If I seem to make a, an opinion or an opinionated comment on this. But again, with that being said, I look, I can see, uh, you know, I, I can see that happening. It, it doesn't surprise me when, when I take a step back and I look, for example, at, you know, the way in which things fluctuate, just like everything else in life, it's either going to go up or it's either going to go down. It doesn't, you know, doesn't necessarily take much to be able to sit back and uh, and say, hey, you know, it, it's going to fluctuate. Now, again, with that being said, that's quite substantial. But, you know, the next thing is that um, Elon Musk has said that he basically will be willing to essentially solve the world's uh, solve hunger. According to Business Insider India, Elon Musk, and I quote, is ready to spend $6 billion to end world hunger and asks the UN to provide a plan, uh, end quote. Now, you see, what's interesting about all of this, and I want to be very, very particular here, is that, again, let's take a look, and I quote, this is from Business Insider India's uh, reporting, the world's richest man has said that he's willing to sell his Tesla stock and spend $6 billion to end world hunger. This comes in response to a tweet made by David Beasley, who's the director of the United Nations World Food Program. In his tweet, Beasley had mentioned uh, the $36 billion increase in Musk's net worth after Hertz ordered 100,000 Teslas, as we reported here last week. He added that one-sixth of this increase, which is $6 billion, could help save 42 million people who are suffering from famine. Okay, now... I, I'll be honest with you, there's a few angles we can take here, so let, before we delve into the, my opinion, um, after this, Elon posted a, a tweet asking exactly how the $6 billion will help solve world hunger. He further added that he will immediately sell Tesla stock and fund the $6 billion. In another tweet, Musk added, and I quote, but it must be open source accounting so the public sees precisely how the money is spent. All right. And however, after being questioned by Dr. Eli David, a researcher, Beasley said that six billion will not solve world hunger, but will prevent geopolitical instability, mass migration and save 42 million people on the brink of starvation. OK, David had asked Beasley why the WFP was not able to solve the world hunger despite raising eight point four billion in 2020 if all it required was six billion. OK, uh, Beasley then started tweeting to Musk, assuring him that WFP has a system in place for transparency and open source accounting. Uh, he added that Musk's team can review and work with WFP to be confident about this. End quote. Look, 
I know a lot of people don't like Musk, don't like what he's been saying these days. They think, you know, a lot of he's he's the fall guy. You know, he's not who he says he is. Again, this could be I got to be honest, folks, we got to consider the fact that this may just be all show, all play. It very well could be um, in the sense of not that it was premeditated, but in the sense of that nothing's going to happen here. Now, again, notice if we put that aside for a second, again, bringing ourselves to a, I guess, denser level of reality, if you will, that the way we address this on the show. Um, this is, in, in, in pure theory, in a capitalistic market, in my humble opinion, I could be wrong, you would want this. This drives competition. So you have a billionaire that says, yeah, you're saying $6 billion, that's it, let me do it, right? With that being said, we know the players of this particular chess game on this planet. It's not going to work like that. Right. With that being said, too, notice how all of a sudden there was a correction because they raised eight point four billion last year. But, you know, all of a sudden it didn't end world hunger. And that's because I think I see what Musk is getting at here when he says I want open source accounting. He probably thinks it's never going to happen, which I really think it won't. But again, I have that one percent of hope that it may. With that being said, there's so many other depraved and menacing, uh, I guess you could say, uh, metaphorical structures and apparatuses within the U.N., within the WHO and all that stuff that's going to prevent this kind of thing from really occurring because, again, they can solve it within a day, in my humble opinion, with regards to world hunger. But they won't. We know that, right? So, again, I don't mean to spend too much time on one story, but I think it's important we understand what's going on here. The next thing is that Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex, has the determination and drive to run for president in the U.S., claims her uh, brother Thomas, according to Daily Mail. No. Well, my opinion, don't even touch it. Don't even go there. She couldn't handle the, the pressure from what? Having a podcast or all the hate from Instagram? What do you... What? Oh, come on. Okay, next thing. Uh, According to Disclosed TV in New York City, 9,000 city workers are on unpaid leave and 12,000 requested exemptions uh, have been made as vaccine mandates take into effect. Speaking of which, the Biden administration plans to publish rules on vaccine mandates for businesses in the coming days, and the U.S. Department of Labor uh, reconfirmed this as of today, as of the day I'm recording this. You know... Look, again, it's hard to take seriously even the administration of someone who falls asleep at a, at a major, you know, alleged global climate change conference. And that's because he did, which takes me to my next point, which is that Biden fell asleep, literally fell asleep at the COP or COP26 climate change conference. Um, yeah, you know, uh, whatever. Every, you know, everywhere I look, guys, I got to be honest, BBC, Al Jazeera, even the, you know, non-mainstream, even now, it, it, the last few days, this is how you know there's no real, real news going on. And that's when I would dare to argue that's when the members episodes come into play, because that's when things are really happening. In my opinion, I could be wrong. But the reason I bring that up is because they're all harping on COVID and climate change, you know. So um, speaking of which, I mean, I got to say, like, again, You guys know where I stand with these mandates. I don't mean to reiterate myself like a broken record. So the next thing is that the fully vaccinated White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, tested positive for COVID-19. Make of that uh, as you will. Fully vaccinated John Bon Jovi canceled his concert in Miami after testing uh, positive for COVID-19. Dozens of FDNY firehouses likely to close today as the vaccine mandate takes effect, says the president of UFANYC. Uh, I believe this is the firemen's union or uh, the uh, yeah, the firemen's union in New York, or at least one of them, if I'm not mistaken, please don't uh, don't quote me on that specifically. But um, the next thing is that Bayer E.ON and Altours plan to separate vaccinated from unvaccinated people in their canteens, according to uh, Rheinische Post. I didn't mean to butcher that. I'm pretty sure that's German. Again, folks, I, I can't begin to say, you know, the the amount of I, some people have, I have to be careful because of YouTube, but some people have called it medical apartheid. I think I can use that term, but you know, they're not wrong, in my opinion. I mean, when you take a look at this, today's today's proposal, 
or conspiracy, if you will, is fact in 30 to 60 days from now, maybe 90 days. There, you got Fauci on tape saying uh, back in November and December of 2020, you will never have a pu- public mandate for vaccines in these cards because you can't force the public to do that. Huh? Funny how they look. These are all liars and deceivers. No, 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 no. Until, oh, no, but we got to do this. It's all BS. It's all BS. Speaking of which, and I promise to get off this topic very shortly. I just want to get this out of the way with um, because if not, then our fingers not on the pulse. Right. Twitter begins to pre bunk climate inf- uh, misinformation, according to them, exposing people to more accurate information, according to Axios. <sighs> I'm leaving that there. I'm leaving that there. Uh, the next thing is that Prince Charles, because, again, I'm just very quickly. Let me give a very quick rant. I, and I know a lot of you like this when I do that, but. If they're covering up and lying to us about history in our elementary schools and high schools, how can we trust them now about this? I'm not saying there isn't climate change, what I'm saying, or global warming or anything like this. I'm saying is, again, why, just like with the beep boop, as we call it, the the word that rhymes with Paxine, I don't even know if that's a word, but anyways, the fact that a conversation cannot even be had about the rebuttal side, or, you know, the opposite side of of this argument, is what frightens me more than the actual product or uh, dissemination of the, of the narrative that's being pushed, right? The next thing is that Prince Charles claims, quote, a vast military-style campaign is required to marshal a fundamental economic transition. Um, end quote. Yeah, that's scary as hell because a military campaign, um, depending on how you define it, but is is defined by top-down planning, executing, controlling. Um you know, we can relate this to a communist economic system planned by a central authority and organized along a top-down chain of command. I'm not trying to influence people to say communism is bad or good. I'm genuinely not. Again, I, I know some people may say, Dave, come on, really? But no, folks, I got to remain unbiased. Take that as you will. It is not for me to say what you should or should not be thinking pertaining to this, in my humble opinion. Um, the next thing, now this, I would say, okay, is, yeah, ironic. Jeff Bezos' $65 million Gulfstream has led a parade of 400 private jets in to COP26, including scores of royals and green CEOs. Now, I see what's being said here pertaining to green CEOs put in air quotes because we see that, for example, people like Leonardo DiCaprio, who's been quite an avid, uh, you know, advocate for global warming and, and, and not for it, but, you know, for trying to help the planet and all that. But then he flies in on his jet, which emits God knows how much pollution. You see what I'm saying here, folks? If you're going to set an example, get there the way everyone else does. And if they say, oh, security issues, listen, taxpayers, like, part of my English, like motherfucking crazy, fund your security. They can find a way. Believe me, they'll find a way, you know, if they're trying to relate to the common person. But that's why we all know that they're really not. So, again, the next thing is uh, also Prince Charles was among one of those traveling by non-commercial plane uh, in Glasgow from G20 in Rome. Again, yeah. The next thing is that Israel has approved Palestinian homes after advancing settlements. Approval of plans for 1,133 Palestinian homes in the occupied West Bank comes days after endorsements of plans for 3,144 homes in illegal Israeli settlements. Again, you look at the numbers tip for tat. Again, I, I see it as humans pushing humans out, things like this. Now, again, in these particular instances in the West Bank, it's not that simple. And I'm not trying to defend the, the, the you know, the, the, the alleged you know, Jewish Zionist movement there. However, I'm not also trying to defend the Palestinians. It's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I'm, you know, again, so one can argue very strongly. We can argue that, you know, 1,133 Palestinian homes were given, but, you know, over 3,000 uh, Israeli settlements uh, were also issued too. So tit for tat, is that really fair? Again, assuming that is purely in context, no, truly it's not. I view it as human on human, not Israeli versus Palestinian, right? 
Um, the ne but if I'm missing something, then again, please let me know. The next thing is that uh, the Turkish presidency, uh, Erdogan and his team, have not given an official reason for his abrupt cancellation of plans to attend COP26. He was supposed to go. He didn't go. I wouldn't if I were him. Screw it. Whatever. But where Ankara had also hoped to hold meetings with U.S. President Joe Biden and other world leaders on a range of topics, they didn't give a reason. He canceled. Who knows? Could be for intelligence reasons. Certain things came up within the country. Again, we can only speculate. So I'm not. I'm. The options are limitless or endless. Could be a, a mind game he's playing. It's hard to say. Hard to say. The next thing is that in Nigeria, several have been killed in the Lagos building collapse. A high-rise building under construction in Lagos collapsed with dozens fear trapped inside, rescue officials and construction workers say. It's unfortunate. It really is. I'm not trying to brush it off as that, but this is the this is life. I mean, I'm not saying people die for the sake of this, but again, we have to assume, was there proper logistical you know, structures built in there? Was there any form of corruption? Was anyone, any contractor skimming off the top during this? With When it comes to construction, folks, it's the same thing worldwide in terms of corruption, if there is one. Now, again, if everything was followed according to plan, everything was up to spec, as they say, and followed suit, then I don't see what the issue would be in this particular case pertaining to that in terms of anyone actually being at fault here again, but it's still very unfortunate that innocent people died, truly. The next thing is that Ethiopia government has accused Tigray rebels of killing 100, um, yeah, kids in, in, in Kombolcha. Uh, Ethiopian government says youth residents were summarily executed in Kombolcha amid battle over the northern town. Again, ruthlessness. And I hate to report these things, but I, I feel like in some cases I need to because we need to understand the depravity of what's happening around the world. It's not to, to fear monger or feed off negativity. You folks know me, the, the ones that know me personally in a lot of regards know that uh, I, I'm not for this, but it has to be said. The next thing is that South Africans vote in local polls in a key test for ruling ANC, which stands for the African National Congress. About 26 million voters are registered to choose councillors in 257 municipalities amid growing discontent, uh, discontent against the African National Congress. Again, assuming it's fair and legitimate and the people want it, by all means, by all means. I don't know what else could be said there unless something's, uh, we're missing something. The next thing is that a fruit-shaped a fruit bomb killed two children in Uganda. A recent surge in bomb attacks has set Ugandan authorities on a hunt for the perpetrators. Okay, I, I bring this story up because, again, these things happen all over the world, sadly, every hour, every second, maybe every minute of the day. But the reason I bring this up, folks, is because it only furthers the, again, maybe it's my own paranoia. I think a lot of you have this as well. The concept of you go out. You can't even go to a grocery store without thinking about this kind of stuff these days. I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm not trying to bring people down if they're already in a negatively uh, negative state of mind. But you can't even go shopping without, you know, this happening, at least in my opinion. I, 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 you know, just in general, because this is not just applicable to that of in general, the, the, the countries and nations of, you know, Africa or Europe, you name it. This is all over now. Again, more, you know, seldom in a handful of places, not occurring as much as in other countries, but it's still very prevalent, very prevalent. The next thing is that India has targeted net zero carbon emissions by 2070, says Modi. Uh, the US and EU are aiming for 2050, but I'm not even going to comment or speculate on that because uh, the, ne the next thing is that McDonald's McRib is now an NFT. The fast food giant is uh, creating non-fungible tokens in celebration of the McRib sandwich's 40th anniversary. 
okay, I guess they can do it if they want. I, I'm curious to know if this is an intelligence operation. I know that sounds funny, but this is exactly how it would be done if it is one. Uh, for multiple reasons, for data gathering, for maybe deliberate targeted operations, hard to say. The next thing is that Brazil has pledged 50% emissions cut by 2030 in its change of tone. Environmentalists say Brazil uh, says Brazil is attempting to rebuild goodwill amid global outrage about deforestation in the Amazon. Yeah, that could certainly help Bolsonaro. But again, there's a lot of people that are going to say, you know, he's just doing this is his SOP, his standard operating procedure for the sake of getting reelected or maybe even, you know, just trying to stay out of jail, right? The next thing is that Haiti's prime minister has condemned gangs and kidnappings in a televised address. Uh, Ariel Henry spoke after widespread strike led schools, businesses, and public transport to shut down. Again, this to me, per, in my humble opinion, if you folks want to get my opinion, this is more of a nationalistic perspective, not trying to say your country, your problem, but again, we shouldn't have uh, other people around the world speculating, other governments trying to get involved or taking advantage of this, but we all know how intelligence agencies work of various nations, so again, this could also be harnessed as well for some type of apparatus to be inserted during this, this chaos, if you will. The next thing is that violence targeting indigenous people in Brazil has surged 61%. Land invasions in Brazilian indigenous territories rose 137% uh, last year, a rights group has reported. Presuming those numbers are accurate, again, it's unfortunate. The, the indigenous people, I got to be honest, again, in, in theory, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not saying with, with respects to Brazil because I don't want to comment on something I don't know, but at least in North America, they, they were, you know, I'm pretty sure they were here first or, you know, they were here long before we were. And, and please forgive me if I'm not factually correct on that, but I'm pretty sure I am. So when I say we, I mean, European settlers and things like this. So again, to me, again, just like with the Israeli and Palestinian thing, I see human on human. I don't see anything else other than that, um, in that regard. And, and yeah, it's as simple as that for me. Um, in terms of like, you know, the conflict, it doesn't matter where you're from. It's what did you, what did this human do to this other set of humans, sadly, right? The, or in some cases positively, but that's very rare. And if it is, it's always for some type of other alternative, uh, you know, nefarious agenda, if you will. The next thing is that the um, Jess Staley had a 15 year professional relationship with deceased convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, uh, but it has now cost the Barclays CEO his job. Again, the the, the the there's um, the investigations have not been made public yet. Apparently, I, it's hard to say. The Barclays CEO admitted allegedly to knowing Epstein very very well, and he he said he knew nothing of Epstein's escapades, his sexual escapades, and all that. But again, they they all knew. They all knew. I'm not trying to you know. Again, as we say in pure theory, um, in in pure theory, innocent till proven guilty. But come on. You know, we, we know. The next thing is that a Japanese man in a Joker costume injured 17 in a knife attack on a Tokyo train. Literally just dressed up as the Joker, I think from the Dark Knight, if I'm not mistaken. If not, then Joaquin Phoenix is Joker. But anyways, he killed 17 people, if I'm not mistaken, then sat down to smoke a cigarette. Or he, did, he smoked a cigarette with his legs crossed on that subway first and then killed him. Either or. It, very, very strange and messed up. Very, very strange and messed up. The final thing is that tens of thousands of travelers are expected to arrive in Thailand today as the country reopens to tourists after 18 months of, again, COVID restrictions. This is how you know, in my opinion, folks, it's a slow past few days. What type of reporting has been occurring relative other than just following up on stories and a few exclusive ones? The biggest story today, I think, was Elon Musk. So, you know, tweeting at uh, the UN. So again, a bit of a slow day, but I, you know, feel like it's uh, necessary to cover so we don't stay, uh, we don't stay left behind. And as you folks always know, um, many of you do at least that if there's, if I, if I deem the news personally 
to not be newsworthy because I know I, I'd like to think that we all think very similarly then I won't do a news show a news show for that day. But again, I think there was just enough today to report. So with that being said, folks, thank you so very much, and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.